You're listening to the Astrology Hub Podcast, practical wisdom for living your life on purpose. Hi there. My name's Amanda Poole-Walsh, and I am the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub's friendly neighborhood astrologer. (laughs) And we're here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning January 7th. So Donna, tell us about the week. What should we be paying attention to? Well, Amanda, if there was a theme for the week, it would have to be dreaming in the dark because we are deep in the middle of eclipse season. We just had a solar eclipse a few days ago on the weekend. And on January 20th, we're going to be having a total lunar eclipse, a blood moon lunar eclipse. And when you are in between two eclipses, we are all in the shadow. We are working with the deeper layers of ourselves as we learn to bring up the richness that's buried in the darkness within us. And so in addition to all of that eclipse energy, there's also the first of a series of three aspects going on this week that will be playing out through the year of the planet Jupiter, which connects us to something bigger than ourselves and the planet Neptune, which brings up illusion, and spirituality. So we're going to be talking about that as well. I'm excited. Are you excited, Amanda? I'm excited. I mean, in in my experience, the time between eclipses can feel really, really intense. Um, it, It seems like it really does bring up a lot of that kind of stuff under the surface. What do you recommend to people for how to actually work with that level of intensity? You know, all the times when I've had really intense moments in my life or moments of transition, I often remind myself, one, to just take it one step at a time. It's really easy for us to get caught up in, you know, what the future will bring or, you know, all of our projections or uh, how overwhelming a particular conversation might feel. And I, I come back to a line that I got from actually the television show Firefly when that was on, which is, it's just a moment in time. Um, it's the line that the midwife was uh, repeating to the woman giving birth. It's just a moment in time. And I use that as a touchstone for whenever um, we go through moments like this. There's also a Tom Petty song that I think of sometimes when, when we're in these moments where he says, uh, most things I worry about never happen anyway. And it's like, you know, when we're, we're, when we're not... Uh, just, just a reminder to everybody, just to stay as present as you can and ask yourself, like, are you okay right now? Like, are you okay in this moment, in this present moment? And usually the answer is yes to that. And, and you're right, Don. it is when we go way too out in the future, or way too far back in the past when we feel so uncomfortable. Right. Okay. So what's, what's happening in the week ahead? Well, um, as weeks go, this is not the most complicated week. Um, so on Monday, the planet Venus, which is, you know, love and pleasure is switching signs. She's switching into the sign of Sagittarius and Sagittarius loves to go on adventures. And so, you know, this is adventurous love and adventurous love gets to be with us for the next four weeks. And so if, if you've been feeling, um, a little trapped in or over intense in relationships, this should feel like a breath of fresh air. To, to lighten things up and realize that we're all on this journey together, and that includes our love relationships. On Tuesday, there is a little bit of a, um, a tense moment as the planet Mercury, which has to do with communication, and Mars are in 
uh, they're squaring off. And um, that's, a, that's an aspect in astrology, a square. But it, it means the same thing as when you tell people that they're squaring off. They're having words. They're having a little bit of friction between the two of them. And so uh, it's one of those days when it's good to have the reminder to, you know, you might want to hold your tongue or you find yourself saying something that you don't really mean or that it might come off feeling a little angrier than you intended it because there's such a sharp edge to words. On Wednesday and Thursday this week, um, these are easy, dreamy days. Um, the moon has moved into the sign of Pisces. And in Pisces, uh, everything feels fluid. There aren't a lot of boundaries when it comes to Pisces. It's a mutable water sign, and that's like moving water. Um, so especially true on Thursday when the moon is not only in Pisces, but it's meeting up with Neptune, which is, you know, the lord of the fishes. He's the god of the sea, and Neptune also has, um, he dissolves all boundaries and expectations. And so it really has a sense of dreaminess, uh, not exactly knowing what might be coming, but it's a moment to allow what's inside to emerge. We were just talking with one of our podcast uh, guests um, about how we need to unlearn things so that we can allow what's inside of us to emerge gracefully. And maybe uh, Moon in Pisces is just one of those times that's built into every month when we get a little extra bonus from the universe, a little extra boost to learn how to do that. So Donna, during this time, do our dreams have any more of a prophetic quality or is it really just that we might be dreaming more? Um, that is an, an excellent question. Um, and I think that's going to depend on the person. I think of, of Neptunian Pisces times as dreams that become less clear. I mean, they could be prophetic, but they're so laden in symbols that it, you might not even realize that you were tapping into something so deep until like way after the fact. And then you go back and you go, oh, wait, I know what that symbolized. Um, as opposed to dreams that are um, much clearer of, you know, you dream that you were in the grocery store and then they come true because you were in the grocery store or something like that. Does that make sense? It does. And, and this might be, you know, we had an inner circle guide, Stephanie Galing, who focused all on dream work. And she was recommending that we keep dream journals. So this actually might be a week where you not only note down your dream in some sort of journal, or you and or you actually ask your yourself to show you answers to things in your dreams. So if you, there's something that you're you're sitting with and you're you're needing clarity on, that maybe this would be a time to actually have that come forth in a dream. I think that's very wise wisdom, <laughs> which will carry us into the weekend that's coming. Now, of all the forecasts that we've done for our podcast so far, this is the most complicated week that we, weekend that we have had. Um, so it'll be interesting as we go forward in our podcast to be able to see us move from the simpler times to the more complicated times. It's complicated because it's very paradoxical. So starting on Friday, um, early in the morning Pacific time, which means later in the day for um, other places on the planet, the sun meets Pluto. And the sun only meets Pluto once a year. And Pluto's that lord of the underworld, the ruler of all those shadowy places inside of ourselves. So in the midst 
of eclipse season. The sun meets the Lord of Shadows, which is pretty epically impressive because I don't think that's happened in a number of years. We sort of get a, an initiation with one of the caretakers for those dark places and what that will mean in our dream. I'm certainly going to pay attention to my dreams that come up around Thursday night, um, Friday night, because of the nature of this. It's, it's very, a very powerful underworld guide coming to meet with us. And then, if that weren't enough, we spend almost 24 hours of a void of course moon in Pisces. Now, we've mentioned this on other forecasts, that what a void of course moon is. Basically means the moon has made her last main aspect with a planet before she goes into the next sign. So it's like a letter carrier who's gone to the post office, gotten all the mail, delivered all the mail, and then has nothing left to deliver until they go back and get more mail. So it's, it's kind of like a slack-tide feeling of energy, which I personally think has profound effects on how I move through the world because the phone gets quieter. And if I'm trying to do something to get it done, it can be very frustrating because things just sort of poof, don't happen. But if I'm really needing some time to do deep work, um, if I want to rest and recuperate, if I want to meditate, it can be profoundly powerful for all those kinds of things. So I think the combination of deep and deep and deep with Pluto and then like sort of open-ended, unbounded with that void moon in Pisces, and that's a, a lot for one day. I'm getting that it's going to be very important for us to make that time for doing nothing. And I'm totally with you, Donna. There's times where there's a void of course moon and I'm just kind of going out about my day trying to get things done and check things off the list. And it's like all of a sudden nothing's happening and it can be so frustrating. But then when you know that it's, oh, oh my gosh, the, the moon is void. That's why it's like, okay, surrender. Like just put everything down. Don't force it. Don't push it. Just let it go and, uh, and surrender to the pull inward and really, you know, get, crawl into bed and watch some Netflix or something. <laughs> and to make it even more interesting, once that void moon is over, like we go into the exact polar opposite kind of energy because the moon is going from Pisces into the sign of Aries and Aries is a fire sign. It likes to blaze a trail and Mars has just moved into Aries. So the moon will be connecting with Mars in Mars's own sign. So you are all of a sudden going from this sort of open-ended, watery place of sort of in the vibe to the, I got to go get it done and I got to go get it done right now. So there's a lot of whiplash that's going on between Friday and Saturday. And that energy for um, wanting to get things done, even with a little bit of an aggressive edge to it, um, and I don't care what anybody else is doing, I need to do my thing, is happening all day Saturday. So what that's going to mean for people, you know, at least it's a Saturday. What can I say? At least in many places, people have the day off and um, they can use it to, you know, pursue all their passion projects because to go into that when you are in a workplace could be a little complicated for people. How do you think that's going to impact personal relationships? It's the nature of Aries because in astrology, everything again happens in polarity and Aries and Libra are signs opposite each other. And so Aries is all about 
what do I want? What do I need to do for myself? Libra, the opposite sign, is all about me and thee. What do we want to do in our partnerships? And I, I, I don't want to make a decision until I talk to you so we can balance out what we need together. And so um, it, could, it could be complicated for some people in relationships, especially if they're already having challenges about um, people feeling like they've given themselves permissions to have what they need in the relationship without having to consult their partner. And then what about Sunday, Donna? Well, Sunday's energy is paradoxical even within the day because on the one hand, Mercury, that planet of communication and how we think, meets Saturn. And Saturn is all about how we bring our energy down to the present moment and how we stay focused and how we are disciplined. So when Mercury and Saturn are together in the sky, um, those are times when our thinking is really focused and pragmatic. And it's no nonsense, it's real politic, and what do I need to do to accomplish, you know, real world stuff? So it's not dreamy at all. It's all about results at the end of the day. So that's happening in part of the day. And then we have the first of those three um, meetings of Jupiter and Neptune that will be um, sort of coloring all of 2019. And so let's... For those of you who weren't there when we talked about this a few weeks ago, as a planet, Jupiter is what lifts us up. It it wants us to connect to something larger, a divine plan, bigger than ourselves, its best aspect. And so any of those moments when you feel like, wow, I'm connected to everything that is, and you have that expansion that comes with it, that's Jupiter. When Jupiter is working well, but you know, every planets have a, a light side and a dark side. They're kind of like duct tape that way. There's always a light side and a dark side. The dark side of Jupiter, when he's out of balance, is that it gets, he can be over-exaggerating. He can have a difficulty telling the difference between the stories that he tells and reality itself. And so when Jupiter this next year is tangling with Neptune, which dark side of Neptune is illusion and delusion. And so the two of them together in a difficult aspect can be the exact opposite of Mercury and Saturn, which is about being pragmatic and being real and staying grounded. They can be all about getting lost in the illusion. And so that will be put into contrast during the day. But on the other hand, Jupiter and Neptune together can make something amazing and beautiful and can have a vision of something precious and maybe just out of reach. But with the intersection of that Mercury-Saturn there on the same day, maybe you'll have, if you can hold space, if you can make yourself big enough to hold both, to have the vision and anchor it in reality, maybe you'll sow the seeds for how to make that vision, that grand vision that you have, a possibility in your life. It seems like the essential reality check to that big grand idea that you might be having. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I love the idea of actually sitting down and planning some things out. Speaking of, we're going to be doing that together during the upcoming January New Year forecast event, which is happening January 15th, 16th, and 17th. It is free and you are officially invited. We're going to be featuring 13 
astrologers, some of our very favorite astrologers, who will be walking us through month by month the entire year of 2019. So if you want more detail on what the year is going to bring and really to harness what Donna's talking about here, um, it does seem like that push-pull between our visions and reality is really a big theme of the year. So something that we, we can practice on Sunday and then really start to, to weave and thread throughout the entire year. Okay, Donna, thank you so much. It sounds like a lot, a week of paradoxes, really. Lots of uh, big waves that will be surfing this week. So just reminder to everyone, be easy on yourself, give yourself what you need, listen to what you need, um, and take care of yourself during these intense times. All right, sending you lots of love, and we will connect with you on the Thursday episode. <laughs> so tune in. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do so. Make sure and rate and review it. We love seeing your comments. It just gives us so much fuel to keep going with this podcast and um, just want to thank all of you who have already done that. So when you subscribe, you'll also get alerted every time an episode goes live. So that's all, also a benefit of your subscription. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we will see you soon. Hi there. This is Amanda, and I am so excited to invite you to an epic event that will help you kick off your new year with everything you need to know to make it your best year yet. Join Astrology Hub for our fourth annual free New Year Forecast Marathon. I've invited 12 of my favorite astrologers to clue you into the major themes of 2019 and help you identify the opportunities and challenges as we embark on this new year. The event is happening online over three days in January. And you can find more information and reserve your free spot by going to astrologyhub.com slash forecast and entering your name and email now. When you register, you'll also get a beautiful planning calendar for every lunar cycle of 2019. You can print it out and have it with you during the event for note-taking so you don't forget a thing as the year goes on. We'll only send the replay to those of you who register. So make sure and put your name on the list now. Go to astrologyhub.com slash forecast and reserve your free spot today. That's astrologyhub.com slash forecast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Astrology Hub podcast. We can't wait to continue exploring with you and bringing you astrology's most practical wisdom so you can live your life on purpose. We'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.